Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Witty Banter, episode number eleven. Eleven. We're one, st- one. we're getting up there, man. Make a wish, dude. <laughs> well, I guess that's we need another eleven after that. On episode one thousand one hundred and eleven, that's when that'll come. <laughs> On December or November eleventh. Yeah. 11, 11. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Today is December sixth. It's the sixth. Okay. Yeah. It is December sixth. It's a mm-hmm. Friday. We missed a day. We're um, we're trying to get back on track to normal. Absolutely. But um, Hunter was a little bit busy. Hunter, what were you up to, man? Uh, well, I've been doing some. Uh, I have a, a, a Christmas formal that I am doing with my fraternity, and so I have Christmas a hot <laughs> Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I have a hot date that uh, you know I had to take out to the bar and you know show her around. I had you know. to take her out to the bar. <laughs> she was so hot, I didn't have to wear my beanie in this. It was cold. awesome, man. She was badass, and we have a we have it actually again tonight. Uh, it might be a little bit of a shorter show just because I have a schedule I have to make, but yes, it should be good. Guys, bear in mind. Hunter's making moves tonight, all right? So you can deal with the shorter <laughs> show, all right? Because great things are going to be happening. For sure. So, yeah, it's uh, 5 o'clock or 5.15 right now. It's also cold as hell outside. Mm-hmm. I think the high today was like 34. Mm-hmm. It looked, dude, how do you feel about it? I used to love – I used to think I loved cold weather. <laughs> I never thought that It's ever. awful. I fucking it's hate the worst. cold weather. Because here's with me. Like, I run hot, all right? Uh-huh. Like, I'm a space heater. Okay. So I put on all these – fucking layers on i go outside i feel fine the second i get inside somewhere Mm -hmm. i just literally melt like a snow cone (laughs) and we're in texas so no one has like coat hangers or anything Mm -hmm. so you got to take your shit off you're holding it you look like a dunce (laughs) the way i like to put it as far as like why i hate the cold is because my average temperature in a room is like 72 degrees that makes me happy yeah. Right. And so, like, like the perfect lukewarm. Right. right. Yeah. And so, like, when you go, like, say it's summer, right, and it's like ninety-eight degrees outside. That's like yeah. a twenty-six deviation from normal. Okay. Twenty-six degrees. I'm picking up what you're So if down. you go from like seventy-two to fucking thirty, that's like forty <laughs> degrees away from what I'm used to. And instead of being like, ah, it's it's hot outside, it's like, it's cold. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What I don't understand, too, is, like, there's people who live in Colorado where it gets down to, like, negative 20, and they're out here in just, like, shorts and a T-shirt. And I'm like, look, I get that it's colder up there, but does that mean your body isn't the same as mine? Like, how in the hell yeah. can you possibly tell you're not freezing your balls off? Most people I've seen actually, like, like Texas cold is so much worse than other cold. Like, whenever I went to Michigan, uh-huh. it was, like, 20 degrees outside, and I was wearing just a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad, but then, like, if it was 20 degrees in Texas, I would fucking kill myself. If I was just wearing a long sleeve shirt, all your meteor, all the meteorologists who uh, listen, email us in. Is that like humidity? Like, how does that work? Yeah, anyone with any insight would. Be I good. know nothing about weather. <laughs> how does weather work? So we, yeah, so we we're kind of running in the, into this show a bit unprepared and in a hurry. So we have a pretty short news docket, which is you know whatever. Before we, we start our news docket, of course, I want to say a pre. Do you get to know your banter. I want to say a pre happy birthday to Chase Williams. <gasps> But before, Ooh. by the time we get to our next podcast, it will have already been his birthday. So I want to uh, congratulate you on your twenty-second birthday. Oh well, thank you so much, my friend. It'll be this December ninth, and I yep. think we're going to go out and have a blasty blast with Max and a lot yep. of other friends. Heard and Max is coming up. It's going to be a good time. Um, <laughs> before we dive into the segments, what beer are we drinking, dude? We are drinking. It is uh, Independence Brewery, which is a local Austin brewery. Yeah, it's called Convict Hill Oatmeal Stout. Other than that, we literally have zero information on this beer. Exactly. That, like, it came in a four-pack, which was kind of cool. Yeah, it's a little and, reassuring. But it's it has expensive. no alcoholic 
con like the alcoholic content on it is not provided. Right. The kind like other than the fact that it's an oatmeal stout, we don't really have that much information as far as like the ingredients that went into it. So yeah, I've I like really enjoy stouts, and I've heard of oatmeal stouts, and I've always wanted. To- wanted to try one just because the whole idea of combining oatmeal into a stout sounds delicious to me because i think oatmeal tastes awesome yeah like one of my favorite cookies is definitely like oatmeal <laughs> oatmeal chocolate chip so like, equate this to cookies it's doing the right thing <laughs> um yeah convict hill is like an area in austin also i know there's like a big ass road called convict hill and that's like pretty morbid sounding yeah i know uh, but, um, on the initial pour, yes, yeah. it doesn't have much header. The header's kind of brown. Brown. Uh, very unfiltered, so I can't see through this at all. Um, yeah, there's not any foam at all in mine. I can already smell the oatmeal when I put my nose to it. It smells really good. It smells really Dude, good. Smells, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> getting happy. Um, okay, go ahead, Hunter. Give it a sip. I'm watching Hunter drink it right now. And he's contemplating. Oh shit, that's good. You're digging it. There's, you can definitely taste the oatmeal in it. Like it's very prominent, and and there's a little bit of coffee. I'd say. Ooh, that's delicious. Like the slightest hint of coffee. It's really smooth. Yeah, it's not. It's um, the alcohol. The it, it's like has a lot of body, but the alcohol doesn't hit you in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's it, a brilliant aftertaste. Yeah, the the aftertaste kind of just like um, tapers off instead yeah. of like it's not abrupt. Yeah, it's not non-existent. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Um, yeah, smells delicious. I can definitely uh, taste the coffee a little bit, but yeah, the oatmeal. It does, I mean, don't think of like you just made a bowl of oatmeal. Don't think about the <laughs> Put that in shit. Some beer. <laughs> think about the oats before you cook them and what that would smell like or mm. taste like. That's kind of how this is coming yeah, off. Like a grain. It might. I mean, are you getting any chocolate or smoky, earthy notes at all? Because I'm. It's got enough. Like it. It's. It feels big enough in my mouth to where that's what she said. Where it's like it's not just one flavor. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm getting, I told you, like, I, I'm getting the, the, the oatmeal, I'm getting the, um, let's see, I'm getting like a, like the slightest bit, do you think there might be any coffee in this? Yeah, I think. It's like a little bit, cause, uh, At the end. Yeah. No, actually, no, 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 take that back, right at the beginning, at the mm-hmm. forefront, there's almost like a, like, my tongue tingles a little yeah. bit, and it's, I think that's coffee. I can, I could see where chocolate might come into play. Yeah. Um, but this is good though. I really, really like this beer. First impressions, we're digging it. Yeah, like a lot. Awesome. This is one of my favorite ones we've had for sure. Good. Well, I mean, after last week's, it's got a lot to go up. Three against, philosophers man. quadruple. Yeah. Hey, that's an eight, man. Yeah, highest score of the show, like you pointed that out. That was for you. Yeah, yeah that's, I think I, I gave it like a seven, maybe seven point five. I think Max gave like a seven two or something like that. Okay. What's the highest beer you've rated on the show? Uh, it was an eight point five, and it was for something eight five. Damn. Yeah, it was that new porter, or is that um, the coffee? Porter? The, the coffee porter, real ale? the real yeah, ale. That was good. It I've was actually, good. I've seen that on some taps. I would put here. this head to head against that though. A little uh, throwdown, mm-hmm. beer battle, if you will, <laughs> for sure. All right, so we are going to get to know our banterers again this week. Fuck yeah! Okay. What do you got uh, in the lineup? The question I have prepared today is: What was your first job? What did you do? Is it How like, a, like is it, it like a real job or yeah, could it be? Your, what was your first big boy job? Because okay, okay, because like I on would a payroll. Like my first, my first job that I actually got paid for was like working at the church. Okay, but I don't want to use that one. 
um, because it was I was an intern. I wasn't really like I didn't have a job. Yeah, I'm talking like you interviewed. Yeah, you know, uh, this my first job was at Grimaldi's Pizzeria. Hell yeah, that was um, I was 17. In the mood <laughs> Dude, it was a lot of Frank Sinatra listening <laughs> to that. <laughs> working at that fucking place. Plaid tablecloth. But um, yeah, so I worked at Grimaldi's Pizzeria, which to this day I claim that their pesto. Pepperoni and sausage pizza is the best pizza I've ever had to date. Yeah, I honestly think it's my favorite pizza place also. And um, so I love that place. I wanted to go work there. Um, I had this, like, black gay manager guy who was, like, really cool. but Super like nice and eccentric. Yeah, it was really – still got the job. Yeah. And um, it was cool because, like, I ended up working with, like, some pretty hot girls because I was a host. I wasn't a server. (laughs) I was just a pretty face. (laughs) I was just a pretty face. And, like, it's funny because even when I came into college, uh, it was the same story. Um, They called me kind of like Bieber because I had, like, this long hair that just, like, kind of swooped over to the side. Melted the the hearts of all the That uh, my manager was like, you look like Justin Bieber. (laughs) Get out of here. Why would you say that and doom me for the rest of my career here? So how old were you when you got your first job? Uh, I was, uh, I was, I want to say seventeen. Okay. And um, I only got paid like minimum wage, minimum, which and, was probably like seven twenty five at yeah, the time. Yeah, I think it was yeah. seven twenty five. But um, I liked it, man. I, I learned a lot about like the food service industry and how particular of an industry that is. Dude, it's having insane. to deal with people all the time is fucking ridiculous, dude. I mean, you people... can you can attest to that. Oh yeah, I've been dealing with people since day one. It's been my fucking life. <laughs> so I'll let you uh, okay, answer yeah. your So part. my first job, I was 16 years old, and there was this uh, restaurant in the Woodlands called La Mesa. And my mom mm. and dad knew the manager there and got to know him. Like, they always end up just meeting the managers at restaurants <laughs> and just yeah. getting fucking hooked up. <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, um, our son wants to start working pretty soon. And he's like, well, why don't you have him come in? We'll sort of, like, create a position for him. And you're probably thinking, like, ooh, what'd you do? Like fill up salt shakers and get paid awesome amounts of money for doing simple work not at all i was a dishwasher a bar backer and a bus boy but really that boiled down to me but i was dishwashing like four days a week and then i would have like a bar backing shift every <laughs> once in a while and let me tell you what dishwashing is it's awful miserable it's so first of all the guy who trained me was a dude named pedro <laughs> of course pedro didn't speak a word of english i literally learned that entire position off of donde and a key. And I was like, where does this go? Aquí. Donde? Aquí. Um, Lava las platas. Yeah. Limpia. And um, so, yeah, that was pretty interesting. That, dude, I'm kind of, I'm glad that that was my first job, though, because you want to talk about hard work. Yeah, Holy dude. hell. Cleaning a kitchen every night. That yeah. is no joke. And that's plus, sort of, plus, you got drinks and shit, too, right? Oh, dude, when I was barbacking, they were like, all right, well, the, the bartender's like, this 16-year-old kid, we can literally tell him to do anything and he'll do it. <laughs> and, like, we, I remember there was a night where Exxon rented the place out and they were wow. having, like, a dinner, a, a dinner, a dinner, and, like, we had nothing to do. We were just sitting there and they just started making up, making drinks and, like, here, Chase, drink this. Hell and they yeah. gave me what was called, like, a Mach 5. Okay. And Mach 5 is, like, Five different whiskeys. Shit. In one. I think it was whiskey. Must have been strong as fuck. Bartenders don't quote me. So yeah, I literally <laughs> like I took I took a drink and you know, woke up the next day pretty much. <laughs> like, Didn't you isn't that where you had your first flaming Dr. Pepper too? Yes, I had a flaming Dr. Pepper. I still there. haven't had one of those, dude. I they're heard fun, that, dude. I heard that they're awesome. They're really cool. <laughs> These guys were legit too. They could do the thing where like they could pop bottle tops and then they would 
pop the top, it would fly up in the air, and then they would hit it like a baseball oh, with shit. their popper into the trash can. <laughs> it was nuts. And I was They've like, done that a time or two. Yeah, me, me, 16-year-old Chase was like, you guys are the coolest you people. You guys are amazing. Yeah, teach me everything you know. <laughs> so yeah, dishwashing lasted about two months, and then I meandered my way over to Hubble and Hudson, and that's the rest is history. A long <laughs> yeah. and brutal history. So yeah. Yeah, oh my and my my starting wage as a dishwasher, I made $6 as a dishwasher and if I was barbacking, I made like $3, yeah. I think. So, but I got tipped out. Okay. Well, good. Barely, but nonetheless go. made tips. You probably made more than I did. <laughs> okay, so here we are. We're going to dive into our very short news segment today. <laughs> Beep boop pop pop. Bad up. Boop. <laughs> So the first thing I want to talk about, this news story popped up. It's totally ridiculous. Lindsay Lohan is threatening to sue Rockstar Games. <laughs> Why? She claims, and actually I think we even have the, the game disc right here. Apparently, so on the, on the cover and everywhere else, there is a, um, there's like a chick in a bikini with blonde hair. What game is this? Grand Theft Auto V. Okay. So yeah, pull it out right there. It's down towards the bottom. More, more, better, closer, warmer, up, up, almost there. there bingo! Yeah, That's okay. not it. That's not it. Oh, dude, sorry. Okay, so and she claims that it has her likeness. All right. Bullshit. And that's what I'm saying. What a conceited hoe, Like, dude. When, you, when you look at this, here, it's this one right here. When you look at this, dude, it looks nothing like her. It's just a cartoon. That looks like Kate Upton. If anybody, it's Kate Upton, right? Yes, dude, and she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Even for a game disc. The reason why I say that is because of the, the large and the That's breasts. a joke, dude. That looks nothing like Lindsay Nothing Lohan. like her. So apparently she's, she's willing to sue for, quote, unquote, large sums of money. <laughs> so yeah, I read that. I'm like, is your career like, okay... <laughs> Lindsay, you really need to get your name out there. What just what just happened recently? Okay, Grand Theft Auto, that looks new. All right. We're going to sue you. Like, they yeah. probably have a girl somewhere on there. Yeah, that Okay, there's some long hair. Okay, that looks just like me. She's blonde and you're kind of blonde. <laughs> you're like from, a strawberry blonde. From dyeing your hair. Let me just say real quick, I hate that term. Strawberry, strawberry blonde. blonde. I think that's such a cop out for like, you got red hair. Deal with it. I think that there's a difference between strawberry blonde and red hair, but I think that strawberry blonde is like a weird way of putting it. Yeah, I think it just sounds dumb <laughs> as hell. It's like if you were like, oh, I'm a chocolate blonde. Exactly. <laughs> like you're going to put on your, uh, on your, you know, license, your driver's license. Like, what's your hair color? I'm like, more of like a strawberry blonde. I'm like, no. <laughs> what lady, is blonde? Like me... vanilla? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like a chocolate vanilla <laughs> yeah, right. and a little bit of strawberry. You can mix in like a sprint of mint there. <laughs> so yeah, that's retarded. What like that is a joke, dude. It, like it's like she needs any more money. She probably does. Blow honestly. on coke. Yeah, I was about to say it's all in, it's all tied <laughs> up in heroin equity. And her mom blowing <laughs> coke with her. All right, next next story number two. Steam okay. set another fucking record. Jeez. Okay, a record for itself. I'm so glad I learned about them through this show. Yeah, because I was just oblivious about them. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out they're awesome. Yeah. They have broken 7 million concurrent users. So at one point in time, let's say like 6 o'clock on a Friday night, okay. 7 million motherfuckers were on Steam <laughs> at once. Oh, shit. That's, and that's worldwide, right? Yeah. Oh, God. That's so ridiculous, intense, dude. dude. Like, if you could get 7 million people to buy a 99-cent game... <laughs> You're That's golden. almost $7 million. <laughs> that's close. Um, 
So that is a 300% growth acceleration from November of last year. Jesus, why? Dude. What is this acceleration due to? I would, I'm going to have to say... Do you think the Steambox publicity and all the shit that coming out no, is like helping like, him or something? That I'm sure it does help, but they so Dota Two came out in July, I believe, and that's the title that has the most players on it. So Dota Two is extremely attractive on Steam. Mm-hmm. You have a dump load of people playing Skyrim, um, Civilization, or yeah, Sid Meier Civilization Five is a popular one, mm-hmm. and um, F- Football Manager 2013. So like that football coach game, I think you used to play way back in the day. Football coach game. Yeah, what was that? You played a game where like the point of it was to draft players and be a coach. It was of the just NFL. a career on NCAA. Yeah, no, dude, you played another one on PlayStation Two where it was like the whole point was. It wasn't NCAA. Yeah, you didn't play the actual football game. I probably did it with my brother. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this game. I don't really remember that, but football, yeah, it makes football sense. Manager. Um, That's cool. So, and, you know, also, I guess, like, holiday sales, maybe people are getting games and shit. I don't know. They got 7 million people on there, It's though. fucking unreal. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm agreeing with that. I'm definitely, dude, we're getting the Steam box. We I'm, gotta get I'm it. like, <laughs> when I get some excess money to throw around, I will definitely consider it, you know? Because, just be- if nothing more than just because of those, like, crazy-ass sales that Steam undergoes, yeah, right? Like, like a- you can get games for not that much. You, know? you can get like the humble bundle, and it's like ten dollars for fifteen games. That's unreal. Yeah, it's are they, awesome. Are any of them good? Of course, yeah. They're like a lot of indie games that are like they're short and sweet, but they're all like, dude, indie but that's games, perfect for me. Exactly, you know, indie like, games are so cool because they're like they're always like real artistic. They got like a cool art style you've never seen before. Yeah, like a cool game mechanic you've never thought about. Yeah, and like. And, and yeah, dude, Steam's little like uh, model is perfect. And I'm a perfect sucker for it. I'm the greatest example. I have like probably 12 games on Steam that I own. Mm-hmm. And I've played like two of them. Yeah, you know. But just the fact that they're so cheap, I buy them because right. like, well, maybe one day I'll play these. Rainy day fund, you know. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, so Telltale Games. This is number three, by the way. Moving okay. on. They are the ones who did The Walking Dead, which you have played. Right. And I have played, and those games are great. They are also the ones doing Wolf Among Us. You have Walking Dead Season 2 coming out pretty soon. Wow, on on the game? On the game. They just recently released what story arc they will be taking on in their newest game. And honestly, like, take a moment, take a deep breath, get your (sighs) diaper ready. Telltale Games is going to be doing a Game of Thrones game. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. How awesome is that? Fuck dude. yeah, dude. I've been waiting. It's like, who's going to capitalize on this thing, man? They have, well, thing. They have a Game of Thrones game out already. It's just like the biggest. There's so many ways that you could go about making that game, though. I think this is the perfect way to do it, too. Which like, is, wow, like, what are they doing? Because think about it, there's so much, like, half of Game of Thrones is, like, the politics of it. And, like, oh, so they're going to do the same thing where, like, your yeah. what you choose actually affects the gameplay? Yeah, think okay. of The Walking Dead, but Game Well, of hopefully Thrones. it'll actually, instead of, like, in Walking Dead, where, like, you still hit all the same checkpoints, yeah. it'd be cool if they varied the checkpoints. Yeah, and hopefully it will. I mean, considering, A, I don't think they had a hunch, like, a clue in hell that The Walking Dead was going to sell as well as, as well as it did. So okay. I think they made a shitload of money off of that. Right. Um, I haven't played The Wolf Among Us, but apparently a lot of like the technical issues, like the little glitchiness and people losing their saves, those are starting to be erased. So not only do they get all this money, they're also learning from their mistakes, they're making things better, 
So by the time they're done with The Walking Dead Season 2, they're going to have been doing this for like two years now, and then it's Game of Thrones time. Dude, it's, it would be crazy if they let you like in the middle of your game kind of like jump around from people's perspectives and shit. Yeah, you that's what, what I'm mean? thinking. Like, like, like how – because you know, Walking Dead, you're one character. Like you could choose as Rob Stark to say something, and then like as Daenerys, it would that would affect – her and then you could go over to Daenerys' side and like, dude, you know, that would be awesome. You know what I mean? Like, it would yeah. be crazy. It'd uh, be wild. I can't wait. Also, I wonder if they're gonna have the same. If they're gonna have like the actors be the voice. Would actors. that be on like Xbox and PlayStation? Or It'll would probably that be, be everywhere. I mean, okay. you can get Walking Dead on your iPhone. You can get it on Xbox, PlayStation. It's weird because like we talked about Walking Dead, and then I just like naturally looked up the app for it on my phone, and I was like, oh, this must be the game they're talking about. And it was, but like, <laughs> no, but like. I thought that that was the only version of the game. Like, I didn't know that it was on Xbox and stuff. Well, dude, that just goes to show you that, like, once people see it the first time, that's what they associate it with. Right. Which is where all that ad crap comes in. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. I it's really cool. cannot wait for that. I can't wait to mm-hmm. see that. Dude, I'm actually, I, think I hope that they do a good job, man. Like, they need to do it justice. Fingers crossed, it's, right? It is a cultural phenom, and they need to, like, do it right. That's why, dude, that's why I love Game of Thrones, too, is because now that the shows are so popular... And I've read them. I'm just like, anytime someone brings it up, I'm like, yes. It's almost like you're an authority. I'm like, you know? talk to me about Game of Thrones. It gives you authority in a conversation because you could be like, actually, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, at first, I was at the point where like people would be talking about the show, and I wasn't there in the book, so I have to like, run away. I was like, don't tell me anything, you know? <laughs> but now I'm just like, they'll tell me something, and I'll just say, you know, nonchalantly, like, you don't even know. Dude, please, please watch the... The second half of the third season with me. Yeah, I'll, dude, I'll Please. watch any of the episodes. Because you've been hesitant to watch the. I don't. The show. Yeah, I won't. Do, I don't. I won't go out on my it's own. It's fucking good, watch dude. It. I actually read. There's a subreddit, a Song of Ice and Fire subreddit, where people just go over like these ridiculous theories. And I went over a thread where apparently George R. R. Martin himself did an interview where he talked about which characters were the most different in the show mm-hmm. and their differences. Right. It's really interesting that's, to read. That's cool. Um, I can't even hardly laugh about, or I can't even hardly hear the name George R. R. Martin now without laughing because of South, South Park. Park. All they, all they, if for anybody that doesn't regularly watch South Park, all that they make him do throughout the entire show, which is to comment on HBO's like obsession with sexuality in the show and the fact that they wanted. George R. R. Martin to get to the point a little bit faster as far as like having dragons and having zombies and stuff. Yeah. All he does is talk about wieners the entire <laughs> time. He's like, "Oh, I'll I'll give you some dragons, but first, let me share a little bit about my wiener." And everyone's like, <laughs> "Damn it." That's honestly how it is in the books though, man. In the books, is you're it like, really? You're just salivating over dragons and like even in the fifth one you're still kind of not satisfied with the dragons. And there's a lot of wiener in the book. <laughs> What's funny is, like, in the show, like, when two people do bang it out, yeah, you probably see a schlong. But in the book, you're just reading about them banging it out. It's not <laughs> like you're reading about like, Dom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the chef. Okay, I'm not going to go too, too far into it, but. Does he really get that graphic? Yeah, well, he actually said, like, a quote. I forgot who he was talking to. He was talking about how funny it is. Like, I think it's funny in America. I can sit here and go, like, over every detail about some dude getting his face cleaved and cleaved in half with an axe and no one raises an eyebrow but the second i describe like, like in detail sexual yeah. things people lose it you know <laughs> that just goes with our culture man like, yeah exactly but yeah a he, lot of there's Christian a lot of, there's a lot of sex in that book <laughs> ain't no problem with it i ain't complaining <laughs> all right um another another what is this number four i think yeah so 
this is kind of like funny and not funny at the same time. All right, I'm ready. So there's this movie coming out called Nymphomaniac. <laughs> okay, and I'm already laughing. I think it's about I think it's about this guy who obviously has like a sexual problem. Okay. It's really graphic in nature, and the dude who's playing the main character is the guy who is the villain in um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. He was also like the old doctor in Thor. I don't know his name, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, who. if you've seen those movies, that might resonate with you. So he's an old dude. He's like a, and I think he's like Swiss or Swedish or something like that. Okay, he's an actor, but yeah. And then like the, uh, I think Shia LaBeouf is actually in the movie. Oh, okay. So, I haven't seen him forever. God forbid. <laughs> this this preview apparently is like very very inappropriate. Um, it shows just like graphic scenes of fellatio and wow. male fluids being. Shot. Oh, gee. What? So this... they show it. And here's here's the punchline, <laughs> Hunter. Here's where things get real funny. All right. Okay. This preview was accidentally put in front of the kids' movie Frozen this weekend. <laughs> where? Like at some movie theater. This Dude, whole theater full that of kids. Hilarious. Watched this preview. Yeah, like every parent in there just shit their pants. Essentially. Oh my god! What are we watching? Can you imagine being in there? I would love to be there. Just, I would love to see people's reactions. I, saying, I wouldn't give a shit. But like, I would just love to see all like the uptight house moms just flipping a wig over there. No, I was about to say like kids probably didn't even know what they were watching. Yeah, right. Like I watched Terminator Two when I was five, and I didn't. I, it's not like I grew up, you know, fucking scarred. Or I know. Oh, I think about like I watched Braveheart when I was pretty damn young. And my grand, I watched it with my grandmother, and there was like a, you know, there's like a, mo- it's not a sex scene, but like she's naked, he's mm-hmm. naked, they look at each other in the eyes, you assume they're having sex, okay, and she's like, "Are you sure you can watch this?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yes, it's fine. I understand that they're having sex." Okay. Oh man, I'm probably right. gonna be the same way. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see when we cross that. <laughs> yeah, <bridge. laughs> we can't talk too much shit about our parents. Yeah, but... dumb parents. They don't know anything. <laughs> they don't know shit. Um, okay, before I get in the last couple news stories, the ones that are a little more gaming related, and let's do a little halftime report. I'm still beep, loving beep. this shit. I'm gonna pour up my second glass. Mm-hmm. Um, really, like it's just going down really easy. Like it's it's again like another great beer that like I would go to a tavern and yeah. fucking order this shit and have a conversation over this. It'd be like dark. Yes, you know. Like the German brew house that we went to. That Dude, one time. we need to go. Why have we gone back? I'm telling fuck? you, I've looked it up. We found like the coolest place in Austin <laughs> to just have like a little German brew conversation. Yeah, and it was awesome. And, and we haven't only, gone back yet. Not only that, I like follow them on Twitter now, and they're always doing <laughs> okay. like awesome shit over there. Like um, breweries will like come deals in. deals or something. Yeah, like breweries will come in and tap their beers and let you try them out Holy and like little shit. stuff like that. Not only that, apparently it's like a pretty famous institution in Austin. Like every, no way. Every time I brought it up to him, like you heard about the Drought House and Brewery of Austin or whatever. Like, like, oh yeah, I go there all it's the time. It's called Droughthausen. It's like the Droughthouse and Brewery or Droughthouse and something. Something like that. I know Droughthouse isn't. Okay, there, cool. But it's a long ass title. That'll get you there probably. We need to go though. Okay. Because dude, they had like what, like forty? We need the Tarvin. I need the Tarvin. The Tarvin's being fast. <laughs> Enjoy the Tarvin. 
Yeah, they had like what forty something beers on tap, and of course it was cool, dude. Oh, dude, have you heard about? You need to download this app. There's an app on the App Store called Untapped. U N T A. You have it? Mm, yeah, you show me. Or you showed it. To no, me. no, that was Tap Lister. This uh, one. This. Okay. <laughs> Get your shit straight, man. Fuck you. Dude. This one's really cool. All right. So with Untapped, and it's spelled U N T A P P D. I don't know why they didn't put the E in there, but just so all their all those beer meisters out there listening, this is how you get it. Download it. What you can do is every time you have a beer, you can like check in to where you had it and mm-hmm. you, you keep track of every beer you had. And mm-hmm. when you check in a beer, you get to rate it and then you get to add a little note. Like, I like this is perfect for this us. This is awesome. This is perfect for us. Because like, like that way you can almost like check in. Like you could be like, oh, have I had this beer? Yeah. This is what I said about it. And not, Exactly. That's you can perfect. go back and like see the list that you've had. Why didn't we think of that? Why didn't you we can, make this app? <laughs> We're dumb and unintuitive. We don't have them. Um, but not only that, like I think you can also favorite like your breweries. You can do brewery stuff on there. It's, That's sick. It's a pretty robust system. And I never use the tap lister thing, so I might just have to replace that I with never untapped. Used it. I deleted it right away. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. Okay, for me, this Hapson report, I think it's awesome. Um, really good stout. Really interesting flavor with – I really like the oatmeal in it. Um, I will say that coffee is giving me like a hint of just like bitterness. I think I think what it is is personally – You just don't like coffee. I'm just not so a big you get fan a little of bit of, of like a negative yeah, response. Exactly. It, like almost. a little vibe from it. You should just like get yourself into just a little bit of coffee. Like you don't need to like it yeah. all, like all together because I don't like all coffee or anything. Like if it's just straight black coffee, I'm like Bleh. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, when the last couple of weeks, I was like, you know what? Because the whole reason I don't drink coffee is because I don't want to be, like, a caffeine fiend. Right, and it's ridiculous to get hooked on that shit. Exactly. So, but then I'm like, well, Chase, anybody can be an alcohol fiend. You drink (laughs) alcohol. So why don't you treat it like alcohol? We're like, okay, I'll have a cup of coffee every once in a while. It's nice to get a little caffeine boost, too. And not only that, but, like, it also, you know, I like to drink beer because I like it's so deep. You can learn. Right. There's so many times. Coffee's similar, dude. Exactly. It's it's the same thing. Like, beer, wine, coffee, it all has the same, like, approach to it. Right. And I'm a sucker for that crap. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, so And it's cool to, like, have knowledge that you can just throw out to people that, like... It makes you seem way more interesting when you can pull out, like, some facts about it. Even, like, one tidbit. Yeah, you know. like if if somebody was like, "Hey, have you had Convict Hills oatmeal stout?" I'd be like, "Yeah, it's fucking." I I actually rated it uh, not too long ago. I gave it blah blah blah. Yeah, you know? I don't know if you know this, but um, I'm a beer drinking badass. I'm uh, I have a podcast. It's kind of a big deal. We're on iTunes. I don't know about you, Hunter, but when I introduced myself, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Chase Williams, the host of Witty Banter." <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if people like ask me what I like to do, I'll be like, "I like to I like to do music." Like, I play music. Mm-hmm. I am an accountant at UT, so I'm, like, getting my accounting master's. Yeah, and, like, I like to do sports, and I like to do my podcast. <laughs> you know? Like I bring it up. It's become a part of, like, you know, I bring it up because I, I want more people to listen. And with as many people we have listening, no one sends any goddamn emails. <laughs> but we'll get to that later, you shits. <laughs> One person sends us emails. Oh, yeah, and we <laughs> love them for it. Okay, so number five, I think we're on. Okay. Um... PlayStation 4 sold 1 million units on day one. Shit. And that's okay. sold. A lot of – so a little little helpful 
tidbit for you. Okay. Companies will inflate their success. They'll say, we have shipped a million units. But that's not sold. That's not sold. That's yeah. not sold through to consumers. We have given our, you know, our... Um, retailers. Our retailers uh, a million units. And you can go ahead and assume that they'll sell them eventually. Right. PlayStation 4 has sold through to consumers a million units. In, and that's in North America, I believe. I think it's U.S. and Canada. And it's how much per unit? Three ninety nine. So that's a shitload of million money. of money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so this is this is news story five, six, and seven. We're gonna do them all in one. Xbox also sold a million units in in its first day. Ah, okay. So, but here's what's in, what's interesting. I and I personally think that the this difference that I'm about to bring up doesn't matter whatsoever. I'd be okay. interested to hear your take. Xbox launched in thirteen countries. Okay. PlayStation Four launched in like two. What? Okay. Where they was just America? Why? And I think Canada. And Sony. Yeah. Why didn't PlayStation Four go? To, they PlayStation Four went to Japan, right? No, not yet. What the fuck? Why? Here's why I think they didn't. To me, like, like I, t- like I think we talked about this on one of the very first episodes. You can't buy an Xbox in Japan anymore. I so that was China. No, no. The China. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Japan. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think Japan knows that they are going to win in Japan, so they're going to allocate their resources elsewhere where the battle needs to be fought. Okay. Yeah, it's almost like uh, votes and caucuses and stuff. You yeah. know. <laughs> American <laughs> politics, exactly. I'm, 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 you know, a liberal, so I'm not even going to go to California till later. <laughs> okay, so PlayStation 4 has sold a million in America. And Xbox has sold a million in 13 countries. And so you have some people, and, and of course, here we are in our fucking polarizing society that we live in, where everything's a dichotomy. Oh, well, PlayStation 4 is better because they sold the same amount of consoles in a small area. Like, no, we're better because we sold it in a, in a dispersed area. Who cares? Both of these companies <laughs> made a shitload of money. Okay, right. And they made the same benchmark, right? right? So they're both doing well. Okay, that was in its first day. Okay. All right. Since then. Then comes Black Friday, where Xbox <laughs> sold, outsold. Death Day, Death according Day. to America. Dude, by the way, did you see some of the videos? Like yeah. The act- that's, that's ridiculous. It's, it's funny, dude. Like, pe- people are dying. People are dying over this shit. And you're like, dude, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? As man? awful as it is, and like as much as I just hang my head in shame for America when I see that, I know that if I was in line... And someone was like, there's a $50. You three. would beat the shit yeah, out of Not beat the shit in that, but I would run. I would definitely sprint. I'd make a break for it. Well, like, dude, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, camp out for days on end and like arguably not eat, you know, like so that you can Pissing get this in a thing, jar. It's just like the sale doesn't mean that much to me. It never has, you know, like getting that much of a discount. For me, really a sale is like if I'm there and there's a sale, I'm like, oh, I lucked out. Man. Yeah, there you go. Boom. But Bada like, boom. I'm not going to go freaking <laughs> I'm not going to okay, wait for like I a week like to get an Xbox coupons. One. <laughs> so you got a million on both – a million on day one on both consoles. Xbox outsells PlayStation 4 on Black Friday. But you could argue that, well, they were out a week before, so maybe there's like a supply issue where there's less PlayStation 4s out there, but there was more available of Xboxes, so maybe that's why they no, outsold there's more them. PlayStation 4 came out before Xbox, right? That's what I'm saying. So maybe like since they've been continually selling their hardware – uh-huh. They were depleting their allocations first, so there was less of their them. inventory. Yeah, their inventory, and since and so you know you got like a week of PlayStation Four selling, then mm-hmm. Xbox comes out. Right. Well, so you got two weeks of selling PlayStation Fours and a week of selling Xboxes. So now there's there's more Xboxes because it's more fresh. Right. To the it market. has it has more inventory still. So maybe that's why it outsold. Regardless, um, another number came out 
and this is as of this week, okay. PlayStation 4 has sold 2.1 million consoles. Can you give me that in like in a comparative analysis to like PS3 and yes. how well it sold earlier? I'll, I'll give you this right here. It's the fastest selling console of all time. This PS4? This PlayStation 4 is. So it beat Xbox One out of the gates. Yes. Okay. Well, but like... Um, <clears throat> I don't know how you want to like judge that because maybe like we should take Xbox's two week sales. Regardless, Xbox hasn't like I'm sure the second they hit two million, they're going to publicize it. Uh-huh. That hasn't been done yet, so obviously they yeah, haven't. Yeah, it's an interesting conundrum. Like trying to trying to compare them when they didn't come out out at the same time. Yeah, but a week is such a negligible thing. Whereas like, not at the beginning, like when you're starting to count up how many. Like if they had a million in the first day, it's not a negligible thing. Right. Okay. But like yeah, like three months from now, no one's gonna give a shit about that week difference. Mm-hmm. So, you, yeah, you got the fastest fastest selling fastest selling console of all time. It just launched in the UK, which is why I think um, it got its like extra boost. Okay. So yeah, For PS4. Man. PS4. So is it just UK and America? Uh, maybe Canada as well. Okay. So, so they're, they're trying to expand. They are, and I think it's not in. Dude, it might honestly not even be till February when it comes out in Japan. Jeez, I bet it fucking explodes. Oh, it's gonna be stupid. It's gonna be ridiculous. So like, can we say almost definitively? If Xbox has already come out in 13 countries, right, yeah. and they and they got like you know a million, say say they even match Sony's sales figures right now, yeah, but but Sony hasn't come out in the same amount of countries. Well, that was the, so if he goes to Japan and then it just fucking explodes, can we say that they won? That's what I was gonna ask you. Like, well, yeah, I mean, sure, if we theoretically say it explodes in Japan, giving them the added edge, then they've won. But take take Japan out of the equation. Okay, the fact that they have sold the same amount. But Sony's done it in less territories. Right. Does that mean they've they're winning? I think it means they're matter? being more efficient. In what regard? In the fact that they they are they are putting their product to a smaller target market and getting just as much sales revenue. You know, like their market is smaller than Xbox One. So right okay, I totally see what you mean with efficiency. Then there. Yeah, like they're like. You know, they're 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 probably having to spend way less money. Even like think about just the money that goes into advertising, right? Yeah. So like, if Xbox put thirteen countries worth of advertising into their Xbox, and then PS4 or Sony only put two countries, three countries right now, mm-hmm. and then like they'll probably expand later. But like they got just as many sales, as much sales revenue as Xbox, with just two countries worth of advertising and sales. That's very true. That's so, very, and you know what I'm also thinking about too is like. Yeah, they've got the PlayStation Vita, mm-hmm. and um, it'll be that, interesting to see how that bundle thing works out. That too, sure. but like, man, just that's just like another product for them to fucking make money on. And the fact that the Vita, in a way, like when it first came out, it was like you bought a Vita for the Vita. You bought it for Vita games, yeah, yeah. and it had some functionality. The PlayStation Three. Now the Vita has almost become like a complement to the. It's PlayStation like a utility 4. for yeah, the PS. Exactly. Yeah. So. You're spreading your, your, you know, like you're making your product. You're like, it's closer to Apple. It's like, yeah, you're like this ubiquitous yeah. thing where, and so like, cause dude, I think that's real attractive, man. I think like mm. if I, if I was a PlayStation gamer, I would sure as shit buy a, a, a Vita. Does Microsoft have anything that like resembles a Vita? No. And see, that's what I was going to say. They don't have any handheld anything? No. What the fuck? Got, I was even telling you guys like on the last show, like if they did, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. So that's, that was my main, like, here's my main point. Like. 
you've got the cheaper PlayStation 4. Yeah. Okay. And then you've got the more expensive Xbox One. And then I justify that price jump because of Connect, right? Okay. Like, Connect is a great piece of technology. Right. That's why you're buying it. Which makes sense. Okay. So now, like, okay, well, how about you don't buy the Connect, but you still spend that extra $100 and you spend it on a Vita, which is in in itself another console. Is that about how much they run for? If I, you, I guess if you bundle it, maybe, or something? Maybe if you bundle it. Dude, they're actually kind of expensive. I think... Okay, don't quote me here. I'm going to be completely wrong. Completely wrong. Okay, gonna, that's, it's off the record. I'm going to guess they're like 150 or $200, but you also have to buy a memory card, and memory cards are kind of expensive. Okay. So it's not like a, a drop in the bucket. Right. But I think it is more valuable than a Kinect, to be completely honest. I think a having Vita? a Vita is, a, is more valuable than having a Kinect because a Kinect is just like, as of right now, it's just a way to interact with your console. And hell, maybe in three years from now, we'll be playing games differently than we ever imagined because of it. But mm-hmm. that's not the state of how things are now. I'm really, because honestly, dude, if PlayStation 4 and their network, as far as like playing with other gamers online has improved to the point where it was even as adequate as Xbox 360 was at it. Yeah. Then it's like, I kind of want to go get that now. Dude. You know, because like it's like that was the thing that brought me to Xbox was the friends thing. And you know what's funny? So if they can make that better and like and equate this, you know. A lot of the um, like really easy, like the functionality of some of the Xbox 360 traits have actually gotten a little more, uh, gotten harder and more convoluted on Xbox One. Let me give you a couple examples. Party chat, apparently, is fucking up on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. People have been playing, and out of nowhere, it's like, rather than taking your voice from the microphone, it just switches to taking your voice from the connect. So, like, say you and I are mm. talking, out of nowhere, you sound really far away, and I'm like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Also, like, the second you start party chat, you can, like, still hear the people in the game chat. I'm like, dude, don't do that. The whole reason I started a party was to not hear the people in the game. Right. They're di- and like they're doing and this is for Xbox. This is Xbox, and so like, and here's what and what it boils down to is like they're kind of they're fixing things that weren't broken, yeah. you know. And I I've, I've always wondered about that whole like the how, when is the connect gonna know that you're talking to it and when it's eh, how is it gonna know that you're not yeah just like as of right now it. it's it's with that you know you say Xbox and that's when it's like huh and that's what if I'm like starts. dude I love my Xbox because blah 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 and then it's like hey what's up <laughs> yeah you I'm know? here too. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to change all your settings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does sound to me that, dude, everyone, I, I've been reading more shit on it. The Xbox dashboard has problems. Um, it's very, you know, you're constantly drilling down into menus. It's just like menu after menu after menu. And it's very clear that it's supposed to be used with Connect, but it's almost like you have created a problem where the solution was Connect, where you didn't have a problem to even to begin with. Right, yeah. And that being said, all of these problems people are having are very fixable. It's all patchworthy. Okay. But dude, I don't know. I as as much as I love buying new technology, I really do want to wait because man, it comes out. And also, I want to see when the Steam Box comes out and compare all three of them. That would be great. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, does, I got a question for that. Yeah. Uh, does the Steam Box play like DVDs and shit like that, or would it just? Pretty That's much be only for really computer. Really good question. I have no idea. Like, I don't... Do you think it would play Netflix and music and shit? And I would hope so. I would. I mean, actually, I feel like I remember listening to our podcast and you saying that like. It plans on putting Netflix and stuff on there. I feel like that's almost a must. Yeah, at this point. That's what we said. So yeah, we'll just have to see. 
But um. But yeah, I'm I'm fair game for anything, honestly. We'll see. The only thing, of course, at the end of the day, it has to come down to the games. And as of right now, I think Titanfall looks mind blowing. Yes. And I know Halo will come out for Xbox eventually, and I love mm-hmm. Halo. So. I'm not going to say that Sony can't come out with something that's going to change my mind, but they're going to have to do that again. And you might say, well, like, Chase, you loved The Last of Us. What about The Last of Us 2? I don't think I'd buy a system for that. Hmm. It would have to – I don't know what it would have to be. But... Like, like, think about this, right? Say, say the lifespan of your Xbox comes out and it's like, you know, seven years or something. That's approximately what the 360 was till now. Yes. Um, well, it so, came out 2006. Yeah. So – but we already noted that like Titanfall has an exclusive deal for the first Titanfall. Yeah. But what if they don't go exclusive? With oh, the next that's one? right. And yeah. They so Titanfall two could be multi-platform. On. You can have it on your PS4. Exactly. You know. So like, I don't know. It's just I know. And then and, I think and, time will tell more important shit. It than really right will. Now. And not only that, but like my most anticipated game of next year, um, Destiny's a close close to number one. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I think I'd honestly rather play Destiny than Titanfall just because it seems like a more social game and I right. can see myself being with my friends on that. Okay. But dude, Dark Souls 2 is coming out and Dark Souls 2 is coming out for 360. It's not coming out for Xbox 1. So that's that's why <laughs> cuz like they they've been making it for the oh, last they, two oh, and a half okay. years, you know. But they can't like convert it or something. They can, but that's more money. It's a process. So then it might be like a year from now they'll sell the Dark Souls 2 game of the year edition and it'll be on oh, Xbox shit, 1. Oh okay. shit, okay. So, cool. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, I have I honestly have no reason to to get either one of them right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm honestly at a like a crossroads myself. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's we sucks. did such a good job of like peeling apart all the different layers yeah. that we're kind of just left with the mess. <laughs> we're just like, Ugh. we're gonna have to let like everyone else kind of decide. And for I will us. say, dude, Force of Five looks incredible. And if I got an Xbox One now, that's what I'd be playing until Titanfall. Because and it's kind of weird too, because like. It, Again, like South Park almost hit the nail on the head because what's so important now is it's almost not even as much about the features as it is about what your friends are going to get. So like say – so say there's a group of five of us and we always game. Like it doesn't matter what the fuck the PlayStation 4 has against what the Xbox One has. If everyone wants to get a, or if like you know three out of five want to get a PS4, then the other two are gonna get a PS4. Yeah, like Max asked me the other day, he's like, Chase, what if everybody named off all of our group of friends? Like, what if we all bought PlayStation 4s? Would you still buy an Xbox? No. And I was just like, you know, I hesitated, but yeah, there's no fucking way. I, I wouldn't. Would. Like, I don't know. Like, I would, I, I would want to be able to interact with my friends if I was gonna be on there a significant amount of the time. All right, so um, that's all the news I had. Cool. I think we still did. We we managed. Yeah, we're, to. Actually, we're actually at like forty five minutes. It's good. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and stop into Nick's email corner. Um, Boom. Nick emailed a question in today. We didn't get any other questions because we have the shittiest fan base of all time. <laughs> we don't mean that, but we're very frustrated Dude, with our lack of freaking responses. Somebody I used to know in um, San Marcos sent me like a Snapchat of them listening to the show, and I'm like, oh my god! Please send them an email. That's what I said I was like, thank you so much for listening. You should email us. I sent her the email address, and she was like, totally, I'll email you. And I didn't do shit. Nothing. <laughs> Not a zip. Bull crap, man. We could do, like, oh, if we just had, like, three questions, we could, oh, my God, please, We guys, could go please. on for, like, an hour about just what the people are ta- asking us to talk about. I know. Oh, 
what kills me. So Nick wrote in to Witty Banter Show at gmail.com just like you can and should. Oh, and here's another. Now, last time you called out somebody, mm -hmm. I'm calling somebody out too. Please do. Hey, go. Greg Wilk, you told me you listened to all the episodes. Why the fuck? Haven't you sent in an email question? Hey, Greg, we love you for listening, but be we better. We hate you for not sending <laughs> We an email. hate you for not sending an email. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here's, here's Nick's email. He wrote quite a bit here, so I'm going to cut down to the to halfway point. Anyways, hope you guys had a shitty Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> in honor of the holiday, my question this week involves... What is the then he, okay? He goes. My question in this week involves what are your two most what are you two most thankful for? Just kidding. What I really want to hear about is what are your best movies of 2013? As always, get slurped, you poop pinchers. <laughs> poop pinchers. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you want to do like a top three? Um, top, of movies, top three movies of 2013. Tough man. I didn't fucking like spend a whole lot of time, but yeah, let's do that. All right, um, so I'm I'm gonna go first. Right. Okay, please I, do. Maybe I, you can like inspire me somehow. I think I can. Okay, so my number one. Okay, and this is kind of a wild card. I didn't expect to like this movie as much as I did. Okay, Oblivion, with Tom Cruise. Oblivion it was that sci-fi movie. Cruise. Okay. M83 oh, 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 did the soundtrack. Oh. I didn't even know you saw it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. So, that was your favorite movie of 2013. So Holy far. shit! Okay. I went and saw that movie, and it it's got. I love plots where um, each plot point, when it happens, it's 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 not like a big surprise because like it's, yeah. it's very logical. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 logical enough for you to be like, okay, I understand it. But it's not boring enough for you to be. It's bored. still suspenseful. Yeah. So there's like a few there's a, t a few twists in that movie that really blew me away. Okay. The cinematography is. Beautiful. Okay. Like I actually went and saw Ender's Game this last weekend, and seeing Ender's Game made me want to go watch Oblivion again mm -hmm. because it was such a good sci-fi, just epic. Right. The soundtrack was brilliant. M eighty three did a lot of it, and they had Ramble On from Zeppelin in there a couple times, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. So that's my number one. Oblivion was great. Cool. Um, number two, I'm going to stick with the sci-fi trait again. Elysium. Wow. Okay. Matt Damon. Okay? All right. And you might be saying like, oh, Chase, you must. You know, maybe Matt Damon did a really kick-ass job. He did, all right? That movie was awesome. Always, but always. That movie was directed by Neil Bloomkamp, I believe is how it's pronounced. He okay. was the guy who directed District 9, which was a fantastic movie. But what made the movie for me was the guy who played Kruger, who was the villain, all right? Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, and I've gotten into a point now where, like, I think this comes with, just comes with the territory of, like, our superhero you, you, me, Max are very superhero oriented. Yeah, we love it. I've started to see things in, in like who's the villain, right? Like, the antagonist, really. Kruger was like one of the coolest villains I've ever seen. That's sick. He was awesome. <laughs> like he, he made the movie for me. Okay. Um, number three is where I have to sit here and actually think about the movies I've seen, and just off the top of my head, I know I saw a shitload of movies this summer. Um, I can't remember them all. I saw Man of Steel. I think I'm gonna have to go with Man of Steel for num for my number three. Because, no, 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 fuck that, fuck that. Number three is The Conjuring. Oh, okay. The Conjuring okay. literally changed my mind on an, on an entire genre of movies. So number that's, three yeah, is, that's yeah, that's awesome. That's number sick. three is The Conjuring. Um, that movie has the perfect build of, like, so, you know, they move into the house, right? And they're going to get haunted. Okay. And just, like, every little... <laughs> they're going to get haunted. Yeah, every little thing, <laughs> like... 
the first time like they get contact with the ghost, like, whoa, that was creepy. And like yeah. every little thing after that is just the perfect little amount to prolong the story. Mm-hmm. There was only one plot point where I was just like, that was unnecessary. They could have cut it out. Right. Apart from that, everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. It scared the hell out of me. It was just a good movie all around. It had some of the scariest scenes. I like, and, and I don't mean scary in the sense like I couldn't sleep at night. I mean just like so well done, just thought out yeah. so perfectly. Okay. Number three is The Conjuring. Okay, cool. I don't have a list of three movies because I, I don't even think I went to the movie theater three times. Yeah, you're not much year. of a moviegoer. So I'm going to give you my favorite movie that I watched in theaters, and I'm going to give you the, the movie that I wanted to see most. All right, that's cool. Um. Favorite movie that I watched in theaters in 2013 was Man of Steel. Okay, awesome. Uh, I will admit I was not sober when I watched <laughs> it, and I'm not going to describe what kind of in soberness I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I went and watched it on IMAX in 3D, and it was fucking. It, it blew my mind. Like I just, I wanted to see all those visuals adapted to a Goku movie, like right, a Dragon right, Ball Z yeah. movie. But it was great. I loved it. I loved how it was put together. You know how like the Matrix would tint. The Matrix scenes in green and the real world scenes in blue. Yeah, it was almost like Superman was like red and blue. There was a very just blue feel to the whole movie. To yeah, me. everything had this bluish feel, this vibe. Yeah, and like the the skies looked very open. Yeah, and like huge. There was something about that movie. It was that, sick, man. Was like, I and and I really like. There was a certain amount of things that were present within that movie as far as because I. You probably know this, man. Like, I really like looking into the future as far as, like, technology and, Mm -hmm. like, getting excited about things for the future. And, like, there are things in that movie that, like, very well could be possible if we just went ahead and, like, kept on progressing the way we are are into, like, having your consciousness put into, like, basically a disk drive. Essentially, we can do that into the future. But, so I thought that that was awesome. Uh, The movie that I wanted to most see was Gravity. Yeah, I didn't see that either. I didn't see Gravity. I heard good I things about it. I wanted to see it in IMAX 3D, and I'm pretty sure that I would have been mind blown. Um, so I heard. I've, so I wanted to see it too, really okay. badly. Um, I'll give you the the two pros and cons I heard from other people. Okay. Here's the pro: the spectacle, beautiful movie, right? Fantastic performance from what's Sandra her Bullock and George Clooney. The drawback: I actually heard it suffers a little bit from the Avatar syndrome. Where the story was actually pretty weak, and it was more about just seeing it. So right. that's a little bit of a But, trend. like, I guess for me, like, somebody who loved Avatar, I, know. I like, I guess that's perfect for me. Well, I was saying, too, like, <laughs> it's so funny. Every reason that I like and defend Avatar is the exact reason that I shit all over Pacific Rim. It's such a funny <laughs> little thing, so I don't know what makes one different from the other. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Nick, thank you so much for your question Thanks, again, buddy. dude. Please, um, keep it up, dude. Yeah, please. Seriously, every week we want to hear from you. Yeah, and he apologized for not sending in a letter last time, but hey, don't worry. We had a weird schedule last time. No worries. <laughs> we love you. Um, so, yeah, that's all the show we have today. Um, uh, for Hunter Dorsett and for Chase, I'm Chase Williams. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Twitter at Bodacious Chase. And where can we find you, Hunter? You can find me at Diesel Dorset on Twitter and also on SoundCloud under Hunter Dorset. Yep. You can get the podcast on – you can go to BodaciousChase.com to download the episodes individually. You can check out our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Witty Banter Show. Give us a like. We actually hit 30 likes. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, so we yeah. so we can get some information. I think we have like a bar that? graph or something we can look oh, at. Oh, yeah. Bar graphs. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but certainly you need to go to iTunes, 
Search Witty Banter in the search bar. Hit subscribe. It's free every week. Our download will pop up in your inbox, and you don't have to worry about it. It's dope. It's really cool. Um, so, yeah, we will see you next well, week. Hold up. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I was, was going to say, I want to chop you. Thank you. Um, so we're going to give a final um, number on our beer. We're going to give it a grade. Yep. I want you to go first. You want me to go first. Mm-hmm. All right. As it warmed up, the coffee came through a little bit more. Right. Which is a turnoff for Chase. Um, so as far as flavor goes, fantastic. Very smooth. Very drinkable. Very drinkable. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. You know, it's, there's a, there's like a, like a little trait that both Guinness. And you said that seven was average for you though, man. Yeah. But then you came back and said five should be average. I said that for me. I'm going to, but I'm going to, so you're going to come. Okay, cool. Yeah. So seven's a, a bit above average. Right. You know? Okay. Seven's, cool. if I can put a word on it, good. It's a good, good beer. Good. You know? Good sessionable beer. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. All right, and um, it was a good stout. I reckon I'll say it. I'll put it to you this way: If you're listening to the show and you see this and you can't decide what to get, give it a try. Give it. A, it's good. Yeah, you you won't. Maybe my uh, maybe my rank will give it give you a yeah, little bit more ahead. of an umph. Roll the red carpet. I'm gonna I'm gonna say because it never like hit me in the face as hard as like you know like a lot of these darker beers they'll either hit you in the face with like a full body. Or like some sort of weird aftertaste, but like this was just great all the way around, yeah. in my opinion, for a dark beer. So I'm gonna give it an eight. An eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And uh, I won't say we'll say eight's a great beer. <sighs> I mean, it's hard to put words on it, but we'll like say, I, I say, a seven is good, eight is great, and nine is outstanding, and ten is perfect. Ten's a masterpiece. <laughs> ten is a work of art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll say this is a great beer. Cool. I really like this beer a lot. Like if if I saw this at a bar, I'd be like, all right, I want to start on the night with that. Perfect. Yeah. Boom. Awesome. All right. Well, cool. Um. So yeah. Uh. We we plugged away. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Next week we're uh, we're in finals mode. Yeah. So we'll have to. I'm not. I only have one final. Oh, lucky <laughs> shit. I really don't have too much of a stressful week either. But, yeah. Um, after finals, we're we're right around the corner from Christmas. So anyway. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Boop, 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 boop.